Hello everyone, this is the Laughing Buddha and you are listening to another exciting episode of the Scooter Diaries podcast. Welcome aboard, how have you been? It's Sunday, the 26th of um, February, as Big Fatty would say. And, uh, yeah, it's Sunday. Um, it's about 9.36 a.m. And I have uh, finished breakfast. I had a bunch of stuff in my fridge that needed to get used up. So I decided to make a quiche this morning. And I had some dressed greens as a salad and some blackberries for dessert. I wanted a donut, but I didn't want to leave my house. So I'm enjoying uh, a little bit of sunshine out my window. Um, I'm not sure if you've been watching the news or not, but uh, we had a pretty significant snowstorm this past week, uh, which has been (laughs) personally demoralizing for me. Uh, I think I've been over winter since about the beginning of January. And um, before this storm, we had a pretty significant amount of time of warmer weather. So we had a lot of snow melt. We had temperatures in the 40s. It just started feeling like, yes, spring was finally on its way. And then Mother Nature decided to do something differently. So the original forecast was for about, uh, let's see, they said 19 to 25 inches of snow. And here in St. Paul, Uh, We ended up getting, I think it was a a little over a foot of snow within the span of a couple of days, and that was really annoying. And my snowblower is still functioning. However, um, I need to tweak something with the drive mechanism, and it's stumping me, and... um, but it's working. So uh, I'm really hoping that it gets me through the rest of this year. We don't know what's going to happen. Winter certainly is not over in my neck of the woods. Far from it. Uh, we have piles of snow everywhere, and they're anywhere between three and six feet high. Um, so, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, I'm done. It's, uh it's been a struggle. So uh, it has been quite some time since I recorded a podcast. So I thought I would uh, I would pop on here. As long as I had Hagrid here, he's uh, sitting in my lap, also enjoying some of the sunshine. And uh, yeah, so let's kind of back up. Um, Earlier this month, uh, as you know, I've been trying to kind of find a little balance in between uh, getting out and socializing 
and yet still respecting COVID because it's still there. Um, so let me let me back up a little bit uh, prior to this. Let's go back to the third of February, and that was a Friday. And I decided to take the day off since the beginning of the month is pretty quiet at work. Uh, you know, basically the data that we deal with isn't quite ready yet uh, for review and the processes that we do. So um, there's usually a little bit of a lull at the beginning of the month, and that's always a good time to take a day off and... So I uh, decided to schedule the second dose of my shingles vaccine. I got the first dose, I, I want to say it was sometime in November or December, and you need to get the second dose uh, anywhere between two and six months after your first dose. So... Um, I was a good little patient and made an appointment on the Walgreens website for a Friday morning <clears throat> uh, appointment to get the second dose. I had uh, another appointment that morning, so it was uh, the morning of appointments. And so I arrived in plenty of time for my appointment and I checked in at the pharmacist and basically said, I am here for the second dose of the shingles vaccine. I have an appointment at 9.40. At this time, it was like 9.30. So the pharmacist goes clicky-clicky on his little computer. He brings up the whatever it is, and he goes, okay, so that's the, the booster. And I'm like, yeah. You know, this is the second dose of the shingles vaccine. So I uh, fill out the little form, check the boxes, sign it, and he says, okay, I'll meet you back at the uh, room where they do the inoculations. And, well, uh, I showed up. And I don't know if any of you have had the shingles vaccine before, but um, first of all, the maker of the vaccine is GlaxoSmithKline. And it is a uh, vaccine. There are two parts to it, and they have to be mixed before the dose is ready to be injected. There are two ingredients to the vaccine that need to be mixed. So uh, that was the first dose. I experienced that. So I go back to the room. I meet him there, and he brings out, you know, a bottle and a syringe. And I'm like, huh, that's interesting. Well, maybe the second dose isn't mixed. Maybe it's just uh, one, one dose for the second time around. And so he goes, okay, so do you have your card here? And I'm like, my card. And I said, no. Oh, that's okay. We'll give you a second one. And so he says, okay, what arm do you want it in? And I say, okay, put it in my right arm because that's my dominant arm and um, I can move it around because I usually have sight injection pain, which is a pretty common side effect of getting a vaccine. So um, 
he gives me the shot and then hands me my paperwork and I look down and I see Pfizer. And basically I got another COVID booster. So I had to go back and it wasn't like I was mad about it because the last time I got a COVID booster was back in September. So I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm very disappointed that you aren't paying attention and you didn't give me what I was here for. And so I went back to check in and I said, hey, I just got the wrong shot. And boy, did things get exciting then. Um, so anyway, there was a lot of apologies and the uh, pharmacy manager, pharmacist came by and said, okay, don't, don't worry, don't panic, you're going to be fine. So she took over and so I ended up getting a COVID booster in my right arm and the shingles uh, vaccine in my left. And let's just say that Saturday, that following day was a very low key, low energy day. Uh, I had both my arms were very sore and um, I felt a little bit achy in my joints. And um, yeah, I had a low uh, grade headache as well. So I just kind of relaxed on, on Saturday and within a few days, you know, things got better. But uh, so that was my adventure there. And then uh, let's see, uh, some fun things that I've been doing lately is uh, I attended a Minnesota Opera production of The Daughter of the Regiment, which is a Donizetti um, kind of a, a lighthearted um, farce comedy opera uh, sung in French, and it was quite delightful. And the interesting thing about this production is that there is a character that uh, is in the second act. Uh, well, actually, she's in the first act and the second act, uh, where plays this Mar Marquess, you know, this part of the aristocracy. And uh, it was cast with a drag queen in this production. And I don't watch RuPaul's Drag Race, but apparently uh, the drag queen that was uh, cast in this role <clears throat> is uh, Monet Exchange. Um, so some of you who watch RuPaul probably uh, know who I'm talking about. And uh, she was, I guess, a two-time winner on RuPaul's Drag Race. And it was quite lovely. It was very entertaining. And the drag queen also got to sing an aria, which is not part of the original opera, but was inserted because... Uh, apparently, uh, this particular drag queen in college um, sang opera. So it was really quite lovely. Uh, the fun thing about it is that her vocal range is a bass. So it was quite the juxtaposition. 
and it was quite quite an entertaining performance and it was kind of funny um because as i was leaving the theater i was kind of listening to the conversations that were taking place around me and these two older women um probably of eastern european descent or possibly russian because they had uh some accent um we're talking about, uh, and they were a little confused because they didn't understand, you know, why was a man playing a woman? So it was, uh, it was quite, quite, uh, quite entertaining. I've also um, started going back to the St. Paul Chamber Orchestra, and uh, I had another concert in February. That was also wonderful. That happened, um, I want to say, was it last weekend or the weekend before? And that was a day that was had brilliant sunshine and mid-40s temperature, and it was on the campus of my alma mater, the University of Minnesota, um, which is always a good place to visit. And so that's been good. Uh, so lately... Yeah, with the added weather and stuff, it's been kind of cooped up in the house, not spending a lot of time out of doors. Um, it's still pretty treacherous to walk on sidewalks and such. So uh, although this afternoon I have plans to meet a friend of mine to go for a walk around the lake, and that is one of the lakes that the city maintains, and... So the walking paths uh, should be uh, pretty clear, um, maybe not as treacherous as uh, has been in the past. So that's basically what's been going on. Um, let's talk a little bit about uh, some of the things I've been watching on the TV machine. And let's see, um, I'm now in the fourth season of the old comedy series called Bewitched. And um, I've been enjoying that, watching the progression. And now this is the fourth season. Um, and this is the last season that I'm going to have free access to. And I have to decide whether I want to actually spend any money or not to watch. I think... Um, the fifth season is where uh, Darren's get changed. Um, so well, we'll have to see. I haven't really made up my mind there what I'm going to do about that. Um, but we're watching that. And let's see. Um, I've also been watching on HBO Max. I have access uh, of that. And um, I don't know if you've been watching uh, the series called The Last of Us, and it is an HBO original series based on uh, a video game, and it's really good. And there is one scene, or yeah, one episode in particular that deals with a homosexual relationship of two men. Uh, one of the men is um, Nick Offerman. And uh, there's another guy, I can't remember his name, but he 
was in the first season of The White Lotus. And let's see, White Lotus cast scene one. Season one. Yes, uh, his name is Murray Bartlett. And uh, so um, that's really a great scene about a, a long-term relationship that happens during this kind of this post-pandemic apocalyptic kind of story. And uh, it was really quite good. So if you have access to that, I would basically seek that out. It's a very good series, and um, I'm all caught up, and the next episode in the series uh, happens tonight, so uh, I'm looking forward to that. Let's see, I've also been uh, cooking quite a bit. Um, I have access to the Roku channel, and that's where I'm accessing the fourth season of Bewitched. And they they also have a one of their series called Emeril Cooks. I don't know if you remember Emeril. Uh, he's a famous chef uh, that was quite active in in the past, and I actually haven't heard much from him. But he's a, a New Orleans chef, and he has a series where he invites local celebrities and people within the community. Um, onto his show and they kind of share their story and he cooks them a meal of New Orleans food. And uh, as you know, I've been to New Orleans now, I think it's three times. It's a city that I do like to visit. Um, and I'm, I'm talking outside of the French Quarter. I mean, the French Quarter, once you've seen the French Quarter once, you've pretty much you know the drill. So um, being able to explore other areas of the city is quite a lot of fun. And I do miss, um, you know, Pride 48 uh, has had two um, events down in New Orleans. I really wish they would have another one. Uh, but my sense is that there's not a lot of uh, desire to have another in-person event, which is really kind of sad uh, because they are so much fun. And so I might have to go down there, you know, maybe, you know, just putting it out there a weekend that I'm going and everybody comes down and just, we could just hang out. We don't have to podcast, uh, but we can just enjoy each other's company and uh, enjoy the city. So I've been inspired to do some more New Orleans cooking. So yesterday I made a uh, jambalaya bake. Um, it was uh, a veganized re recipe uh, using a seitan chicken sausage and red beans and rice and the holy trinity of uh onions, celery, and bell pepper. So it was quite good. Um, I get to enjoy that for the rest of, uh, or at least a few few more meals um, to eat. And 
looking for some other recipes to try as well. So, um, yeah, like I said, I'm, I am ready for spring. Um, it's almost 10 a.m. now, and I think um, I'm going to run an errand or so before I meet a friend this afternoon. But um, I wanted to kind of come on here, let you know what I've been up to or, or not have been up to. Um, so uh, I hope you're well. Uh, thanks for listening. You can write to me if you care. Uh, at the scooter diaries at gmail.com. Uh, you can also find me on Mastodon uh, at Ohi Social. That's Laughing Buddha, L A F F I N G B U D D H A, at Ohi, that's O H is in Harry, A I, uh, dot Soch, I think. Let me, let me, um, let me look at that been a while since I've had to do that. Yeah. Ohi.social. That's O-H-A-I dot social. And uh, so take care of yourself so you can take care of others. And I will talk to you soon. Okay. Bye. This podcast is a proud member of the Pride 48 Podcasting Network. Check out more great shows at pride48.com.